When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Good morning, Flyers. It is Sunday, January 17th, and it just so happens that it is a Dayton Flyers game day. Also, shout out to my Cleveland Browns fans. I know it's a Browns game day as well. So when you guys are all done with your football doing over there, come on over to Flyerland and join us. It's a 4.30 p.m. tip, and let's get the obvious out of the way. If you are in Dayton Flyers circles, you're aware. The game has been moved to uh, George Mason's campus in Fairfax, Virginia. If you're familiar with D.C., uh, George Washington's campus is about three blocks from the White House. And so, in a phrase used a lot in 2020, out of an abundance of caution, they've decided to move the game about 20 miles southwest of downtown D.C., to the sleepy suburb of Fairfax, Virginia, which is also home to the George Mason Patriots. Tip off 430 from Eagle Bank Arena, Dayton versus GW. All right, let's get under the hood about the matchup today. This is going to be the 38th meeting between the teams, and it is almost deadlocked. Last year, the Flyers got the advantage on GW. They lead the all-time series 19-18. to The Flyers have won the last three meetings versus the team's four of the last five and the season or sorry the series started in 1996 and uh, Dayton and GW did not meet each other before the Flyers uh, joined the A-10 conference and so again they played 37 times since uh, they uh, joined the conference again in 1995. The two teams have not played twice in a season since 2012, uh, so that'll be a, a new trend this year. Uh, to be honest with you, I have no idea why the Atlantic 10 Conference decided to pair up Dayton and GW. Uh, the conference gets nothing from having these two for games. Um, it's not a marquee slate. It doesn't help Dayton, and um, it doesn't help Dayton because, frankly, GW stinks. Um, they're a bad basketball team. They started the season one and six, and then right towards the end of the calendar year, one of their starters, Jameer Nelson Jr., as well as two of their role players decided that they had had enough. And um, I can't really blame them. If you're one and six in a COVID year, you're probably looking around thinking to yourself, what am I doing here? Uh, so they had three players take off again, started the season one and six since then actually put together a, a you know, a fairly respectable slate uh, two and two in the Atlantic 10 conference. They have wins over Fordham and Duquesne. They did the uh, little back um, the home and the, they did the, the little twofer with Duquesne. Uh, they played two home games uh, Saturday and Sunday. They lost the first and beat Duquesne in the second, 75 to 73, which brings me to my next point. Uh, George Washington is a very bad defensive team, so you have to like the Flyers to probably score about 75 points today. Um, GW has given up 75 to most of their foes this year. 
Um, and I really don't see today being any different. Right now, they are ranked as the 286th best defense, best, I suppose, or worst, best defense in the country by Ken Palm. And their offense is, frankly, like D1 average. So they're probably going to be able to get buckets today against the Flyers. But uh, on the other side of things, buckets for the Flyers are probably going to be pretty easy to come by. Don't really have to get into their personnel too much because, frankly, this game just falls right into the bucket of just win no matter what. It's a who cares, you won next game type of game here today. Um, and these are games that we talk about a lot in the A-10 conference that are, frankly, fruitless. There's no reward for winning this game. You just have to avoid the blemish of losing to a team like George Washington that is currently ranked 203 in the national landscape. Again, mentioned they're three and eight, started one and six, two and two right now in the Atlantic 10. If you want me to dig into their numbers a little bit, um, they're a fairly okay offensive team. Like I said, D1 average. They're shooting about 52% effective field goal percentage, 34% from the perimeter. So they're probably going to be able to get some three pointers since Dayton has been unable to chase teams off the line and teams have shot a pretty effective uh, three point percentage for the Flyers. Um, getting under the hood a little bit is uh, Jamie on Christian is in a second year leading uh, George Washington, their coach. He's in a full rebuild. They went 20 and 12 or sorry, 12 and 20 last year, um, mixed it up and did the, did the thing where I switched them. They were bad last year. And um, with the three departures on the team, they are smack in the middle of a total rebuild of the program. That's probably going to take a few years. If you want to know why they're in a rebuild, just Google Mike Lonergan. Uh, there's a whole story about him and the athletic director and a fallout. They hired a guy named Maurice Joseph. Uh, he had three years there. He didn't do well. He got fired and now they have to rebuild it all over again. I don't know if GW is going to be able to rebuild their program. Um, you know, back up to where it was in, um, in the, the 2000s. Um, and it's, it's a tough job right now. The, uh, the Colonials haven't been to the tournament since 2014. And that is their only tournament appearance uh, since 2007, when they had that run of three straight tournament appearances. And uh, you might remember one of those was a year that they went 16 and 0. And that was the only undefeated year in the A-10 up until your Dayton Flyers last year. Um, so, Took a look at the lines before I jumped on with you today. Um, the Flyers line opened at 140 and a half. It's already down two points to 138 and a half. And then the Flyers opened at an eight and a half point favorite. That is also down one point now to seven and a half. Um, I said last, last game right here that the Flyers were not going to cover and they hit the over. They did hit the over and they covered today. I, and I have a weird feeling about Dayton being able to get their offense going today, scoring a lot of points. Um, and then maybe in garbage time, GW makes up the difference. So I'll say Flyers cover seven and a half today and we hit the over. Um, as I look at the VCU game, I do kind of think this is going to go the same route. And what I mean is GW took a seven point loss last Wednesday to VCU 84-77. Uh, they were down six at the halftime break. GW jumped on them early in the second half to take a 14-point lead, and then they cruised. GW made it look a little bit closer uh, than it probably should have been at the end in garbage time, chipped in a few, and got it to a seven-point uh, seven disadvantage for them for that 84-77 final. Um, so I do kind of see it playing out a little bit similar today. I think the Flyers are going to be good for 75 points. I think GW is going to be able to get buckets against the Flyers. So let's say Dayton covers. And we're going to hit the over at 138 and a half. And it's a good time to remind you that if you're sitting around today and you want some pregame coverage, I'm going to be live on 1410 ESPN radio starting at 3.30 p.m. Eastern with a Talking Out Loud pregame show next week. 
coming to you with the post-game show against VCU live from Timothy's Bar and Grill today, doing it right here in the Talking Out Loud studios. So I hope you'll join me. 3.30 p.m., pregame show, getting ready for Dayton against GW, 4.30 p.m. tip from Eagle Bank Arena in Fairfax, Virginia. If you're going to join us and if you're going to watch the game today, all I ask are two things. You wear red and you be loud. We'll see you there.